Hello everyone. Okay, does it work? I think it works. Because this girl has been touching too many buttons on, on her Go XLR. So uh, yeah, if there's anything that doesn't work, please let me know because I try to do my best. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're back again, of course, here with the gaming talk show of PvP on the radar. Um, I'm looking to my left, also to my screen if the stream goes well. I'm having on my right side uh, or gas, but uh, before I uh, welcome him, I'm going to talk quickly about today. Because we're going to uh, have our main subject, obviously. It's digital trading card games and card battlers. Then we have a second blockchain in digital trading card games. And we have, we're talking about the future of digital trading card games. And of course, we have a game lock, and this time it's about Kingdom Carnage. So, um, of course, I can't do this by myself. Uh, so, I'm here together with Sam. Hello, Sam. Let's see if this works. Hi, Marcella. Yes, I hear you. Good to Excellent. have you here. <laughs> are you a bit nervous, or are you okay? I'm Sorry, I think I had a problem with the microphone. No, I'm good. Absolutely thrilled Perfect. to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, uh, before we get started, I'm going to do a little introduction about you. Uh, so we have here Sam. He's Chief Operating Officer at Kingdom Carnage and has been a passionate gamer since his sixth birthday when he was giving a Commodore 64. He was drawn to the crypto space around four years ago, learning about NFTs and the potential to securely own game assets. For the past 18 months, Sam has been working for Kingdom Carnage, where he gets to frequently merge two of his greatest loves, gaming and cryptocurrency. So, a little introduction about you. Was it good? <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant. I think you <laughs> bang on, um, covered all the main points there. And Perfect. like I say, at the moment, combining my two loves, so very happy. <laughs> Great. And um, you're from England? Yes, indeed. Yes. Nice. A bit south of London. Nice. Good. Uh, and I've always, always lived there. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Moved a little bit around of England, up up into the Midlands a little bit, but no, nowhere exciting. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I like to live where the weather is terrible at all times. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> normally I would say now the Netherlands is the same, but um, yeah, it's it, you never know here. Like here, it's always a surprise what the weather you get. <laughs> so, um, but okay, how did you enter the gaming industry? Because it's probably a passion from when you were younger obviously yeah yeah i mean it's been a, been a dream for me to be able to work in the gaming industry um, like i say I've, I've loved computer games ever since i touched one um so to be able to work in it was an absolute dream and um how did i get there i mean a lot of it was luck to be honest with you mm -hmm. um i discovered NF nfts just by chance reading an article and that got me into kind of the crypto space mm -hmm. um when i arrived there i found the engine network which uh, fortunately for me kingdom carnage was one of the early adopters of okay so um yeah i got chatting with nick the founder of kingdom carnage we kind of found that all of our values aligned and uh you know uh, kind of like some of my ideas he really liked and kind of we had a shared vision of where kind of some of the game could go and very quickly we ended up in a situation where i was kind of helping out from here and there and then i was kind of working part-time and kind of it just grew and grew until, um, luckily for me, we, we got to do a token raise, which kind of raised some funds, and um, he was able to employ me full-time. Nice. So, uh, yeah. And um, did you work in the gaming industry before that? I did not, no. Oh, no. Um, so that's what I'm saying. I was a bit lucky, really. Um, like I say, it's always been a dream. Um, I actually <laughs> took computer science at university. Ah. I didn't do great. I'm, I'm not a programmer, I've learned. <laughs> Same. I've also studied computer science. I was also not as great. <laughs> It was, it was kind of one of those things for me where like, I've always wanted to walk in the games industry but didn't really know there was other stuff out there other than programming as a child. So um, I kind of put all my eggs in one basket. It didn't work out and I kind of gave up on it a bit. So now definitely here. now I consider myself very lucky to have uh, managed to pull this off. Well, you say lucky, but I always think it's not only luck because, you know, a lot of people, but it's also probably just the way how you're in standing and doing things in your life. Because yes, it's partly luck, but also you went for something that's your passion you maybe just talk about it so there's always a little bit more than just a lock i think it's also like you've done just a job for it you're you, you know definitely there's more than luck yes yeah, give uh, yourself I think, some I say that. yeah okay I'll, I'll take some of that um like i say i mean some people don't have kind of the stomach to kind of help out and work for free with some no. of these projects and um you know yeah it was kind of um you know months and months and months of just helping out for the good of the game and yep. that's you know 
Oh, look at you. I, I, I was happy to do it and it's yeah. got me where I need to be now. So yeah, happy. Perfect. Well, hopefully you will be in this industry for a very long time uh, because I think when you're once in, you never go oh, out. Absolutely. Like, I don't know how I'd leave it now. Like, uh, you know, when you, uh, I've, I've spent a lot of my life kind of working for the pay packet and now I work because I love it. So and that um, is yeah, what you I, want. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. And I think, like you say, it'd be very hard to reverse now. I can't go back to just working feed. No, to feed, you know, put food on the table. That'd be tricky. <laughs> no, and exactly like as long as you can do it, I would say definitely do it because you want to, you know, we have to work so many years in our lives. Why work and don't enjoy it? You know, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. So everyone <laughs> in the chat, all people who are listening to this podcast, uh, take notes because yes, working is important. <laughs> there needs to be, you know, uh, money on the table. But in the end, it also has to be something that you love. Uh, if you can, uh, maybe sometimes it doesn't happen directly because it's okay to, you know, explore what you want. Uh, but look at Sam. Before you know <laughs> it, you're your dream job. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So can you tell us a bit about your journey at Kingdom Carnage? Well, you already kind of said it so, but maybe a bit deeper into it because, yeah, you got to know and you went into it, but maybe a bit more. Yeah, um, kind of, um, like I said, Nick originally was a one-man band. He, was, he kind of founded it and was doing everything at one point. So I came in and kind of took over bits, um, started off with kind of social media and kind of... Oh, Sam is hanging. We lost Sam, I think. <laughs> I think we lost him, everyone. Okay, I will quickly go to my screen. Just because uh, if he has to reconnect, he can do that without uh, having his face on the screen very much hanging. Um, so hopefully Sam will be back anytime soon. Uh, it's a good free stream, if anything. <laughs> yeah, More like, oh, I'm talking about this. But I'm not really sure if I like oh, it. Really oh, sorry, guys. That's okay. Okay, I think he's back. So I'm going back <laughs> to his screen. Uh, I quickly put it on my uh, site, otherwise you're hanging and now you're moving a little bit again. Is it working again for you? I think this is English uh, internet because my best friend has the same problem. His internet sometimes is not enjoying life. Uh, and I think that's what's happening at Sam. That is internets and not having a great time. Having a terrible day for technology. <laughs> um, it's just been one thing after the other today. I do apologize to everyone. It's okay. I, I just said, like, it's probably English internet because my best friend always has the problem and <laughs> we're gaming. Uh, it, it, is, it is definitely English internet. Um, but, I mean, I, I have recently upgraded to, um, you know, Elon Musk's satellite oh, internet. Yeah, yeah. So it, sh it should all be good in the hood. But, uh, mm. you know, it's the one time I need it that it's such go. <laughs> Well, you're moment, back. You're back. So you can continue your story. Yeah, I don't know where I was now. Uh, um, so, Nick. yeah, I was doing work <laughs> full time. Uh, I was doing work part time with Nick, which mm -hmm. then grew into a full time role. Um, oh, that was it, engine. So, yes, we were on the engine network at the time, um, but had a, had, a, had, a, had a few problems with kind of but they were always developing technology and there wasn't always good support for the technology we were already using. Mm -hmm. So um, we decided that we weren't going to let any kind of third party kind of dictate, you know, the success of our game. And we've decided to go multi-chain. Mm -hmm. So more recently, we're now on the Binance Smart Chain. Uh, next month, we're going on to Kronos Chain. And, you know, we should be adding a network kind of once a month for the rest of the year, kind of that kind of that, that kind of speed. Yeah. Um, so we're at this kind of stage now where the game, the bulk of the game is kind of, you know, good to go. It's really fun to play. We're happy with the kind of the content. It's running stable in all the devices. And we're now looking to just kind of grow the player base. So being on as many networks as possible kind of makes sense because there's a lot of people who are very loyal to their kind of blockchain network. Yeah. Um, and we've also put in a lot of features recently, which allow you to play the game if you perhaps don't know blockchain as well, because um, I mean, you know, as much as I like Web3 gaming, let's be honest, Web2 gaming is much, much bigger right now. So yeah. if you want a big audience, you've got to be able to cater to Web2 gamers. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, so yeah, this game is playable with and without the whole blockchain. Like people can just play uh, without, you know, putting an anything into it or. Yeah, the game is completely free to play. Somebody could sign up today. Uh, we've, we've even got it set up so that you don't have to even register to the game. You can click on a button called just play and you will literally be thrown into a temporary account okay. um, and you can start playing immediately. 
I will. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, uh, because we will talk about it later more. I don't want to go oh, too okay. deep yeah. into it because later on we're going to play it. So then you can also talk us through it. Um, I do want to know, what's your favorite game? Uh, and not saying your own game, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you've, you've picked the wrong person to ask that question. I've got, I've got four children, so my, my, my gaming days are now. <laughs> then something that you liked <laughs> but, before the, well, behind the kids me. were there. No, yeah. it's, um, I, I play a lot of games with my kids, to be honest with you. So yeah. um, there's things like Mario Maker. They freaking love that. So yeah. I kind of get, get involved a lot in that. All of the kind of Nintendo stuff, they adore all of that. Okay. and kind of the pokemon things um back in the day i kind of i did a bit of everything i played world of warcraft and that kind of game i was into all of that nice. um as, as i touched on earlier i like i quite like diablo that type of game age Ooh. of empires there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff i enjoyed i love gaming like it was it's it's uh yeah good stuff yeah <laughs> and now when the children are there you, there's different games that you're playing <laughs> exactly Think, <laughs> things change yeah oh god um <laughs> perfect well <laughs> So um, let's talk about subject one, because we're going to talk about digital trading card games and card battlers. Uh, so we're going to talk about the genre of uh, video games or mechanics based on collectible card games. The genre includes games which directly simulate collectible card games and games making use of deck building or card battling as a significant portion of their game mechanics and gameplay. Um, let's look at a video um before i do so uh always have to see there we go we're gonna look at the video So, um, yeah, we could have seen a couple of card games. Uh, most people know a couple of them. Hearthstone, obviously. I've played that myself. Um, what, what do you think about it? Because I really enjoyed when Hearthstone came out. It was really fun to play a card game, but just on my iPad, because I was playing a lot on my iPad. Um, definitely. Uh, so what do I think about Hearthstone? Directly. Yeah, yeah, or or card games overall that you can play indeed um, on your iPad or anything. Hearthstone, I've played for a bit. I enjoyed it a bit. Um, I think I got a, a, a bit frustrated by some of the kind of, um, you know, everyone can just buy as many packs as they want, and if you don't want to spend lots of money on a game, then it gets a, a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, perhaps. Um, so I did enjoy it for a bit. Uh, I don't don't particularly play it at the moment. Um, so I'm not up to date with any of the latest um, mechanics on that one. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly, I fully agree, um, exactly as you said, that all, all games now really need to be able to be played on a mobile device. Like, it's it's just what people expect nowadays, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like, um, we've we've got busier and busier lives at the moment, and more and more of our lives are spent on mobile devices. Yeah. Um, and I think people just expect it now to be able to, um, yeah, put it on the phone and be able to play it like, you know, they're waiting for a bus. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. And uh, so, for a newbie, how do you, uh, you define digital trading card games and card battlers? Um, I think kind of these are a lot of terms which are kind of, you know, kind of bundled together mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time. Um, I suppose a, a digital trading card game, I I would kind of anticipate as you know, if, if you were separating those two example, those two um, phrases as kind of something like as you've just shown a second ago, kind of your, your trading card games like Pokemon um where it's a real game which has been made into a virtual version of that and you're mm -hmm. kind of playing on a tabletop but it looks like you're playing it for real and that type of thing yeah and then if you're playing a battler i would then feel more card battler i would feel more that when i placed a card i would expect it to do something like turn into a troop and then start marching across the battlefield you know attacking my foes and that type of thing so i would expect there to be um 
I wouldn't expect it to look like a tabletop. I'd look, I'd expect kind of as we got in Kingdom Carnage, it's a battlefield of when yeah. you place troops on the, your card on the battlefield and they turn into a troop and march over that battlefield. That yeah, exactly. They do something. Um, yeah. So, can you explain a little bit about mechanics and gameplay that is used to create these type of games? Uh, for example, deck building, advantage of digital card games versus traditional card games. Yeah, I mean, we've got to keep it interesting because obviously, um, when you're playing a card game, you have it's not like uh, in a uh, like a, an adventure game where you know you've kind of gone on, you've just explored an area, and then onto the next area, and there's a whole new world of content. Mm -hmm. You're playing uh, uh, the same battle again the next time, hopefully with a different player and things like that to keep it interesting. Yeah. But to give the player that rewarding experience and make them want to keep coming back, you've got to, there's got to be a reward mechanism. Mm -hmm. So at the end of most battles in most of these games, there will be a reward, and often, as you've just touched on there, these are deck building games. So the obvious thing to reward the player with is either cards to level up, improve their current cards, yeah. or give them new cards so they've got more cards to select when they are deck building. Um, and yeah, um, then the best games, in my opinion, are ones where you don't just put all your best cards into a deck. Like, I mean, there's always room for that because obviously you get a, like a standard PvP mode, but then is what I like to see are the games where, for example, there are multiple races and then they'll put you in like a daily challenge that you can only use like the human race in, for example. Oh, yeah. So then you've got to think, oh, now I've got to go and build a deck specifically for this challenge. And they kind of make uh, the deck building kind of part of it, like rather than just putting your best cards in a deck and then just always using that deck. True. Well, yeah, because I like I have not played so many of them, but uh, Hearthstone I did. Um, I'm not really good at the whole building my deck, so I just always... I don't know. I just like randomly picked cards just for fun. Uh, <laughs> but that's why I never really won things because that was not the way how you should do it. Uh, at the beginning, it's fine. But, you know, the longer you're playing and the higher everyone gets, it's going to be quite hot. And 100%, I'm looking at the chat. Micro Kong is saying online guides to the rescue. Believe me, I do use them a lot. Also, now for Diablo, I use a lot of the guides because. I just don't have the time and really wanting to go fully in, like, ooh, how to build, what thing to pick, and yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, um, but, yeah. But at the same time, those are the juiciest games where you, you don't you don't want there to be just like one meta deck that everyone's using because no, that's boring. No, no, no. You want there to be tons and tons of choice. But that's so that, the thing. You know, there are so many. Is a different deck. Yeah, but mm. there are so many different things that you can go for that. You know, you can also try like, okay, you know, you always have to see if it works for you and if it, if you like it, because, you know, maybe something that you absolutely don't like and then you should not take it. So always try to uh, to try it out, I think. Um, <laughs> what a confession. <laughs> uh, so what new trends are there to be aware within the genre of trading card games? Um, we've kind of already touched on one, in my opinion, is that kind of heading towards mobile and always been sought by mobile but because of that mobile support i think uh games are either looking to make their current game kind of quicker and mm -hmm. so that you can do it kind of at a bus stop and uh, there's no lengthy games or they're introducing like speed modes and things like that so that you know when you're at home you can play the longer game and then when you're you know on the waiting for the bus you can play the speed mode nice um and there's kind of time for everything um, the other thing that I like to think is happening is that more and more games are turning towards blockchain um, mm -hmm. technology to, you know, produce their cards as NFTs and kind of adding features which NFTs allow, like um, rentals, for example, being able to rent your cards to other players. I think that's a, a wonderful thing that I hope to see more of and more games supporting in the future. Okay. Wow, renting your cards. Yeah, well, we're already doing it at Kingdom Carnage. Um, really? We're using uh, Double Protocol, so yeah. the website is double dot one, um, and players now can go and list their web, list their cards um, on on that website, and then if somebody accepts it, it's all done securely by smart contracts, and no one can mm -hmm. rip you off or anything like that. Um, and yeah, you, you you can already go and rent Kingdom Carnage cards today. That is cool. <laughs> like, uh, well, cool. Um, Cloverdale's asking, why would you rent it? Um, why would you rent it? Okay, um, so in Kingdom Carnage, most of our NFTs, if you, if you, if you get them from the characters from the game, mm -hmm. we keep it virtual for like the first nine levels. Yeah. So um, there are only NFTs at level 10. So if you are renting one of the standard characters, you're renting one of the best characters in the game. So that's a, a kind of a good reason to rent it at the start mm -hmm. um, because not everyone is going to have you know, played for a long time and leveled up those characters. Yeah. Um, and also from time to time, we do do um, like fixed supply characters, which 
um, can be purchased. Um, like a, a good example of those is our dynamic characters. Every time we do a new Racing Kingdom Carnage, we add what's called a dynamic character. At the start, that is like the worst character. It's like the bottom of common. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's, okay. it's not interesting at all. Yeah. But as the player base grows, so do the stats of the character. Mm-hmm. So eventually, the character will be one of the best characters in the game. It'll be a level 10 legendary. And all you have to do is hold the character while the player base grows. Okay? Mm-hmm. But to make sure it's not doesn't turn into like a play-to-win game, pay-to-win game, sorry, um, basically is what we've set it is so that when it reaches level 10 legendary, there'll only be enough for one in 100 players to be able to own that card. Yeah. So basically, they're really diluted within the community. They're not, you know, it's not like everyone you encounter will have No, they're these. quite so rare. They've they're, they're, they're become very rare, yeah, yeah. Very scarce, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm letting this sink in. So everyone, let it sink in. The whole renting <laughs> thing. That's funny. Yeah, I kind of get the whole part of like when it's rare, people would like to use it maybe once and then, but then they just pay in game or maybe real money or like, oh, crypto. At the moment, yeah, it's all, all done with crypto. Um, I believe it's BNB or B, BUSD um, are the current currencies which are supported on, on mm-hmm. double double protocol. Um, and it's kind of based, going back to what your, your um, viewer there said about uh, why would you rent it? I mean, if you've just introduced, been introduced to a game because there's a massive tournament, which mm-hmm. there will be massive tournaments very soon with Kingdom Carnage, mm-hmm. um, and you want to compete for those those big prizes, then perhaps there's an incentive there to rent the asset mm. to compete in a certain tournament or, or something along those lines. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's T.O. from the chat said for winning a tournament and you, before you even said it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a thought about that, Bell. Um, and do you have any tips if you want to start out on a playing or, or on playing a digital card game? For sure. Um, I mean, first of all, if you play any in real life, that's obviously a good place to start because you know the game, you know the rules, you know yeah. what to expect. You, you know, that's a, that's a great place. So if you already play any, um, that's a good one. Um, but if you are starting up in a digital card game, I highly advise that you start on one of the free ones because there's, there's just so much variety now and there's plenty of great games that are free to start. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Carnage is one of them, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, there is just no need. There are some games now where you've got to go and buy NFTs to play, or you've got to literally pay to download the software. And in, in my opinion, if you were starting up, don't start there. Not necessary. No. Go and check that you enjoy trading card games, digital card games first. Yeah. And um, get started with the free ones and build from there. Like maybe it'll be worth investing in the other ones later on if you, you know. Mm-hmm. become an absolute addict or anything like that <laughs> you just need more games to play yeah well yeah but, it's, it's um, a good thing to try it out first yeah absolutely and um according to you which is the best uh of your favorite digital card games like apart from kingdom of carnage of course i love at the moment probably my current one is marvel snap and the main reason I really get on with that is that they're doing a lot of what I've already described. Like they are kind of creating games that you can play at the bus stop. That mm-hmm. is, they are, they are, they are dominating that market right now. Okay. And of course, who, who wouldn't want to play a game that's got Spider-Man in it? Like everyone loves Spider-Man, mm-hmm. don't they? Let's be honest. Yeah. What, what's the whole thing about it? Because I don't know it. Like what's the... It's quick and easy. Um, each, each round is like six rounds. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are a few cards that can make it seven rounds and things like that, but generally it's a six round game. Um, so each player gets a certain amount of time to play each round and it's just very quick and easy. You, you just drop players, you just drop your cards on, 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 on the, um, locations, there's three locations mm-hmm. and to win the battle, you have to have the most points, most attack points at two of the, well, you have to win more than your opponent. So two, okay. two, at least two of the, of the, of the locations. Okay. Um, but it's just very quick and easy. You get that dopamine rush that I was talking about when you come out and there's always a reward. They've done a very clever thing and made the rewards so that um, it's just like leveling up a skin. Mm-hmm. So they've done so many skins already for these, these these characters. So you can level up your skins and it makes them like have a shiny effect around the border or shiny type nice. or that type of thing. But you feel like you're progressing, but you're not then getting too much over like if a new player started mm-hmm. because obviously if your opponent's got a shiny card that doesn't really matter does it you can still you can still go one on one against them yeah like, it's it just cool it looks fun shiny and yours isn't it's just cool yeah. it looks fun and you f- it makes you feel good and that's all it needs to do that's what computer yeah. games need to do they need to make you feel good that's smart and i think well that's what i think if people make a game they're looking 
what they like in a, in another game and see if they can use it in their game, right? Because you Absolutely. know, it's not really stealing. It's just like getting ideas from other good uh, going games in that way. Um, yeah. So smart. Absolutely, and also, like I say, if I as a player feel a way about something they've done, then that's a feeling I want to put in my players. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And at the end of the day, that yeah, <laughs> it's um. Skins are definitely something that you'll see coming to Kingdom Carnage properly soon. Yeah, I think overall, like a lot of games, skins and such are just something you like. Like it's really fun. Uh, and even if 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 even if you don't get better, if this looks cool, why not? <laughs> so I mean, stepping outside of trading card games a little bit, Fortnite really displayed that, didn't they? I mean, Fortnite skins uh, are have gone bananas. <laughs> I mean, the amount of money that people put in. Like, I'm all, I I am definitely one of them. Not if well, Fortnite a little bit, but mainly uh, Apex Legends. I did yeah. bought sometimes like a cool skin that I was like, "Whoa, so cool!" <laughs> it's not making you any better, but it looks cool. So yeah, Again, smart. Makes you feel good. There you go. They're doing the right things, aren't they? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. They're ruining my wallet. Um, so, <laughs> uh, it, community questions. If there's anyone in the chat who wants to know anything about maybe Sam, uh, about his age, about his work that he's doing, anything, uh, let us know. And uh, of course, about the whole um, digital trading card game. So just ask if you want, and I will check it in the stream. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, so sorry for everyone who's listening now because you can't ask it, but it's really for the people who are watching at the moment. Um, in the meanwhile, I will go to the next part. It's about blockchain and digital trading card games. So Kingdom Carnage is a digital uh, trading card game built on a blockchain technology. Uh, what are the pros and cons of using blockchain technology in digital trading card games? Okay, um, I'll get the cons out of the way first. Okay. Um, the, the, the immediate and um, the immediate con is gas. At the moment, most blockchains require gas in order to power any kind of blockchain transaction. Like if you passed, if I pass like a, a token from my my wallet to your wallet, that would cost me some gas, which is basically I have to pay some cryptocurrency mm. in order to make that transaction go securely. Okay. Um, which is obviously negative because I don't want to. A player doesn't want to pay to be able to move it, but that yeah. is required for the safety of kind of the blockchain at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, there are networks out there which are trying to either reduce gas so small it's negligible or remove it entirely. So um, I think that's something that will get improved in the future. Yeah. Um, and the other con I would say is that um, not all players are open to blockchain technology yet. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it, sometimes if you go too heavy on the blockchain features, then I think it can restrict the growth of the game. Because yeah. some players will just go, oh, I need a blockchain wallet. I don't know what never that is. Mind. Or I'm not interested yeah. or like, never mind. Yeah, and they move on. Yeah. So that's the other danger, um, which is why we have gone what we're calling Web 2.5, where we're kind of positioning ourselves between the traditional gaming, Web 2, and blockchain gaming, Web 3. And we're kind of doing in between and allowing players to play virtually and then later access things which are, um, you know, web blockchain features, like I was saying, I think I said earlier, like rentals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pros, uh, the pros are that, you know, you've, you've got your assets. So your assets are in your wallet. They're not in the game. If the game gets turned off, you've still got your assets. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of that is kind of like, well, what's the point of my assets if the game is off? But um, we're, we're heading towards a future where games are going to properly put in interoperability into their, their features. So we're kind of like, you see partnerships between two games. And for example, a Kingdom Carnage NFT can be used in well, game one and game one's NFT can be used in Kingdom Carnage. Mm -hmm. So then you've kind of got this thing where just more and more value is getting added, added to everyone's NFTs because they can be used in more and more places. Mm -hmm. And for the games, they're also getting like almost like a free advert because it's kind of a, you know, an agreement between everyone that they're all saying, they're all going to push this, 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 this message because they ever want everyone to be able to use them in their games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, blockchain technology, um, um, those are the, the main pros, but I mean, we're, we're heading into a future where more and more things are getting added all the time. Um, already mentioned there's rentals and things like that, but we're getting to the point where now people are just adding features for NFTs. Like, you know, we're going to go a couple of years in the future and there'll just be a ton more stuff that's out there available and the, the benefits are just going to go up and up and up as we go on. 
Um, and like I say, the, the cons are going to go down because people are working to reduce gas. People, um, what I mentioned about people not being open to Web3 and blockchain, I think you'll see that that's, that's you know, it's, the number of Web2 gamers, uh, Web3 gamers, sorry, is growing all the time. Yeah. And we are seeing like a wave of people who are also trying to make things like cryptocurrency wallets more accessible. So whereas at the moment, when you go and sign up to like a MetaMask wallet, for example, it's what's a lot of people consider kind of a techie process and kind of like, you know, people could be put off it. Yeah. Now there are a lot of people making wallets where you can like log in with your Google account. So you haven't even got to sign up. You kind of just log in with a social login, mm -hmm. which makes things a lot more accessible to it anyone will be who's kind of like still. a bit wary. Sorry? It will be still secure, so. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those things that it'll be as secure as your email account. So you highly advise everyone out there who uses kind of the social logins to do kind of 2FA and things like that to make yeah. sure that they do have protection on their email account. And um, yeah. Yeah, and don't that, use that, the that, same password anywhere, just one for each. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, get, get a password manager, yeah. <laughs> Last pass or anything, maybe. Um, Absolutely. But um, uh, I think, well, there is a con in a way that um, it's it's for 18 plus. Because, oh, uh, yeah. 100% we are in a, in a weird place where <laughs> probably a lot of the people who want to use it are under 18. Yeah. But yeah, if you use like a, a blockchain exchange or anything like you that. Talk about yes, money and you yeah. You need to be 18 plus. Exactly. And that is another con of blockchain technology, I guess, really. Um, that a lot of the a lot of the audience that want to use it can't use it or yeah. need a parent to use it. And trying to get a parent on board with this type of thing right now is is quite tricky. We've yeah, we're not, the right, we're not in the right. We're not in the right. Let's say we're like the age later on, and our children would maybe it's different because we are more used to it. We are grown into it, but yeah. uh, of course our parents or the parents they're on this moment of like, well, it's not really known yet, so I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I had a really interesting thing with my wife the other day because mm -hmm. my children are starting to become NFT gamers. You know, they are, they are into blockchain. And um, one of the kids said, oh, my birthday's coming up. I would like that $60 NFT. Is that okay? You know, wow. Is that, you know, <laughs> which I went, I, I went, you know, fine. And my wife went, well, what, what are you doing? I'm like, they, they want the NFT. What's the problem? You, why, why are we not giving them what they want? Yeah. And she was like, well, blockchain is risky. But if that child had had $60 of gift cards, like for Roblox or Minecraft add-ons and things, she wouldn't have blinked once. No, and it's so, gone. It's gone, gone. That's gone. Exactly. That is yeah. gone, gone. Whereas the NFT, like, even if she thinks it's the riskiest thing in the world, it, it might not be gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can but, happen that it will be gone, but it doesn't matter. Because if you use it for that, like, yes, you got something in the game. But still, it's gone. Their money is gone. Exactly. And Roblox. NFT does have, like, maybe, maybe something that comes out of exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Even if my wife thinks it's the riskiest thing in the world, how she can't see that there's more to it than Roblox credit, I, I don't understand. But <laughs> it, it, that is the mentality we're up against. I think she's not the is only one. Is she a one. gamer? She's not really a gamer. Okay. No. Yeah. No, she's not. <laughs> so there we go. Um, but... But I do think that's uh, kind of like I say when we when we've got you know a fifteen year old gamer who's trying to convince somebody uh, one of their parents to you know sign up to a cryptocurrency exchange for them I think that's that that's the mentality we're we're against. Yeah, yeah, it's so, uh, we're it's going so quick that you know not everyone can you know hold it. The train is going so quick. Um, yeah, so yeah, you have to look that the game is interesting for eighteen plus pretty much because those are the people who have the money or want well may may use the money let's say like that they don't always have the money but they are the ones that are may do it they may do it it's it's definitely easier to work to market it games like that uh, like yeah. i say with, with kingdom carnage we're making it so you can play the majority of it virtually anyway so um we, we we are expecting to have players who are less than 18 and you know literally just play it as a virtual game yeah um so we're, we're just trying to make it as accessible as possible, really. Yeah. We just don't want anyone going away for any reason. Like, the, 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 you know, having someone get to the point where they download the game and then go, oh, and move on. That's a disaster for us. So. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I'm checking quickly in the chat. Um, Cloverdale was asking, what is the biggest challenge in building a trading card game? The biggest challenge in building a trading card game? Um... I guess the biggest challenge really is 
like I say, I, I know the game's cool. <laughs> it's, it's making sure everyone is aware of how cool your game is yeah. and getting them to go get download and try it. Mm. Um, so it is like we were just saying a second ago, it's taking down those hurdles that might stop someone trying your game. Yeah. Um, also, at the moment, with a blockchain trading card game in particular, mm -hmm. well, we just take it a step further there, the problem is a little bit is that all the Web3 people, all the people come from cryptocurrency, they want to play to earn. Yeah. Okay. So they want to literally sign up, earn money, and everyone has uh, sometimes unreal expectations about what how much that should be, and they can't kind of understand that there needs to be a sustainable economy, and you know you're not going to be able to basically play my play our game and just like replace your wages. Like that's not realistic. No. <laughs> um, so it's kind of managing people's expectations um, a little bit, but at the same time, we want to demonstrate that you can. You know, what we're calling it is play and earn, or it's, it's, it's definitely different in technology. It's not play to earn, it's play and earn. So the, oh, where we're coming yeah. from here is like, we've had some terrible experiences in the past where we played like World of Warcraft and things, and you kind of get to the end of your journey because somebody, you know, World of Warcraft doesn't last forever. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, <laughs> at some point, something comes up in your life. Like I think for me, it was when my, I had my children. You don't have enough time to play World of Warcraft anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, but at that point, your account is worth nothing. Yep. Unless you're happy to sell it on the black market. And you played and hours and hours and years. It. Yeah. And all of the subscription fees as well. It's all the money as well. It's money yeah, it's and It's gone. Time. So yet fun. But... Um, that's, that, that's what I, I consider play and earn is kind of you get to the end of really enjoying a game and you go, oh, heck, my account is worth a lot and I can trade it securely. That's a real joy. Like, I don't... That's, that, that's, that's just already there vastly improved gaming and yeah. you know that's that, that's what we need people to kind of demand from you know the, the big players in the industry yeah okay well i hope that answers your question cloverdale um i'll also want to know in your opinion how does the future of digital trading card games look like in 10 years from well from now on i think you will find that everyone is a blockchain game. I, I, I think um, the technology will be so kind of meshed with the software that most people won't even know that they've signed up and playing on a blockchain game. Mm -hmm. But it will all be blockchain. I think the power will be in the players' hands. I think everyone will be trading everything. And I think that interoperability I was talking about will be there. You'll get things like when the big players like Microsoft are, are on board or Sony, you'll yeah. get like PlayStation NFTs and all of the NFTs all of the NFTs that are, are on PlayStation will just support the main kind of uh, network NFTs. And I think that'll be really fun. And I think there'll be a lot of, you know, we'll, we'll get back into the Sony v Microsoft and all of that debate and kind of, um, it'll be really important what networks games are on and things like that, because they will want those kind of uh, overarching, like I say, ne network NFTs. Yeah. Um, and with Kingdom Carnage, like I say, we're pushing for our game to be multi-chain everywhere. So we're positioning ourselves that when all the blockchains decide to produce like network NFTs, which they kind of let all of the um, games adopt, that we're on maybe 10, 12 blockchains by then. So that, you know, we're in a great position to kind of just take advantage and just make sure everyone hears about our game, really. Yeah, so it's the beginning of a long road that will be there. Yeah, I've, I think, yeah, exactly that. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's all come in. Um, I'd, I'd be shocked if that isn't the future. I'd be shocked if there's not these big network NFTs, which everyone kind of adopts and you can use in 20, 30, yeah. 40 games. Like, I think that's definitely coming. I mean, can you remember the first times they were talking about cryptocurrency and or Bitcoin? Um, that I, I remember that my mom was seeing it on television and she said, oh, like, I would like to invest some. And my dad was like, Oh, don't do that! Like it's, it's it's not going to be worth anything. It's literally throwing away your money. But that was the time that literally, if you just only put hundred euros in, you would have been super rich right now. So maybe not at the moment, but like you know, when when it was quite like all time high kind of thing. Um, and my mom is still like saying to to my dad like, oh, we could have done that. But that was like the start when a lot of people were like saying it's weird, there's nothing. Uh, of course, a lot of people say that every time when when everything goes down, people be like, oh, yeah, see, 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 it's not going to work, it's not going to work. And I think it's the same with the whole blockchain gaming. It's like, people will be like, oh, no, that's just not going to do anything. 
But before we know it, it's on a point and a lot of people be like, ooh, I wish I was on that train before. They're like too late. Well, they're not too late, but they're definitely not on time time. So, yeah. I, I, I first looked at blockchain at, uh, well, Bitcoin, sorry, when, you know, the whole, the guy bought the pizza. Oh, wow. I read that article and I went, I'm interested in this. This is interesting to me and I yeah. can see it had future potential. However, I tried to sign up to a Bitcoin wallet and it was so painful mm. i just went no one's gonna do this there yep. is no way anyone is gonna do this so <laughs> i just didn't bother it was too and hard to like, sign I, up yeah <laughs> well i just thought if i can't be bothered who, who, <laughs> who <laughs> is and i'm re i'm really interested i'm really t I'm really into tech i'm really interested i'm really gonna push it yeah. how can enough people possibly be bothered to sign up and get through this painful process that bitcoin is ever going to do anything interesting and you know if I if I got into it properly, then I'd be multi 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 millionaire by now. <laughs> uh, if we could just go back in time, but then I think a lot of people do the same, and it's not worth anything. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. Um, <laughs> so I think it's the perfect time to talk about Kingdom College. Uh, so what's the story behind Kingdom College? Um, yeah, I mean, Kingdom Carnage was definitely born out of, like I kind of touched on again earlier, um, our frustrations with other games like World of Warcraft. We just want to put it back in the, the power back in the players' hands. We want to make something where players can add value to their accounts, where when they are, well, you know, when somebody does go into a dungeon and they win a, like an epic item or a legendary item, that, that's, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. Um, we put the, the loops are like... The loots are set in Kingdom Carnage, so that basically legendary means legendary, epic means epic. Like you don't, you, it's not like you log on today and play and you'd expect to get an epic item. You'd log on and play frequently for like, you know, a month, six weeks, and you might get an epic item. Okay, so that the, the, the loots are set so that the, they do have value when you get them. And also Kingdom Carnage, we don't sell epic or legendary items. Okay. We only sell common, uncommon, and rare. So for that reason, we want to protect the value, like I say, give the power back to the players and make it so that when you do get an epic item or you do get a legendary item, yeah. it's something to celebrate. We want the community to rejoice oh. and be patting you on the back. We want it to be an exciting, that's exciting nice. event. Yeah, that's good. I like that. And um, can you tell us uh, a bit about the events you're hosting with Kingdom Carnage? Yeah, we're very event heavy. Um, we actually put on an event every single weekend, oh, wow. like without fail, through Christmas and everything. Okay. <laughs> it's all sort of set up automated now, so there's no man set there for Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone can just, um, you know, do everything. Yeah. But we have like a, a four-week cycle. Yeah. Um, so that everyone's favorite event, weekend event, is never too far away. Mm -hmm. um, on top of that, we always do all of the seasonal things. So with Christmas, we are begun. We've done the last three years, I think. Now we've done Christmas. Um, Easter is all up set up to go next year, and I'm currently pestering for resource to do the Halloween. Oh, nice. Um, desperate to do Halloween. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, we always just do improv things. Like at the moment, we're having a referral event. So if anyone is thinking about signing up for Kingdom Carnage, chop, chop, and um, go and refer your friends because you've got, I think, two days left. It's until the end of the month. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're always doing things like referral events and things just to kind of get exposure to the game kind of get people interested and of course give our players prizes because you yeah. know at the end of the day we're nothing without our community so True. it's nice to reward them from time to time and you know give them give them something back that's good i like that and what part of Ki uh, kingdom carnage is the most exciting for you or what do you think it is uh, blah, 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 blah. uh it's, it's kind of hard for me to answer at this kind of stage because at the moment my brain is mixing with the stuff we're about to do and the stuff we're going to do oh yeah I, I, I think that's going to you that is probably the, the thing that is the most exciting thing about Kingdom Carnage right now is that we, we're at the start. Yeah. Like, this is, there is so much coming. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'd be shocked if I told you it, so I can't. But <laughs> there is so much still to come. We're going to be lacing on game modes. Yeah. Uh, we've recently just added adventure mode, which um, has gone down very well. People love that, mm -hmm. uh, where you can kind of, um, you, you get a map to explore, basically. There's a hundred squares, and you can explore it. And every square you go into, you might get a battle, you might get some treasure. You might get uh, like a, a healing spot where you can heal one of your troops. Mm -hmm. um, and the idea is is that you choose 10 troops at the beginning. So yeah. you don't have to have any cards when you start. You yeah. choose those 10 cards. But if one of those dies in battle, they're dead for that adventure. So you've got to manage your troops and 
make sure that you know they don't die and then if any do die find a healer spot and um yeah at the moment it's a very it's a fairly new mode we're waiting to see who who kind of cracks or haven't sent anyone yet who's mm -hmm. who's been in all 100 squares in the same adventure okay so um yeah um Ooh, okay a lot of things that are exciting people just have to figure it out themselves yeah um there's yeah yeah, a hundred percent. There's always going to be an exploratory mode in like an adventure. Yeah. Um, and also we're going to be changing the map as well, so it won't be one of those things where somebody somebody's done the hundred modes and kind of oh that's it I've explored the hundred squares. In another week or so we'll put a different map out and then they've okay. got that whole level of adventure all over again. Okay. Um, but in the future we've got so many PvP modes coming. We've got uh three player dungeons. That is one of the best experiences in Kingdom Carnage and. That, that's probably the thing that really does excite me the most about kind of any kind of adventure mode or experience because I've, I've obviously I've played it um, in a test version and things like that. Mm -hmm. And playing that with my children was exceptional. Like it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, being able to go on with like my six-year-old, for example, who's really into things, but for him to be able to go into a dungeon with me, for him to be able to feel like he's contributing. And me to be able to play a game which is still enjoyable for me because, like mm. I say, a lot of, a lot of games I play with my children are not necessarily what I would choose <laughs> to play. But for me to be able to play a game I, I do enjoy playing, and him to feel like he's contributing is is uh, that's a real. Yeah. I, I don't really see that in in any other game. That like, is good. I, I haven't like. If anyone's got any recommendations, please shout me because, like I say, I need loads of new content to play with my children. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're getting older, um, so then the content gets older too. And um, I do uh, gonna click on the game right now because obviously i want to try it uh before oh, the end of this Ooh. uh so i'm gonna first log in so no one is looking yes all right now i can switch to it game capture oh it should be capturing there it is uh -huh. all right um Okay, so you've got to get past the first five levels of the tutorial. I quickly uh, put the music a bit lower. Because otherwise we can't hear you anymore. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, we, should, we don't want that safe. Alright, so I go through the tutorial, you said? Yes, five, 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 um, five levels of tutorial will unlock the rest of the game mode. Okay. So yeah, you can start in the tutorial. Summoning characters. Learn to summon characters to the battlefield. Alright, it's smart because I never played it. This is your hero. If your hero hits points, points uh, HP reach zero, you lose. Tap anywhere to continue. Okay. This is your opponent. Okay. You have to get him to zero as well. This is your deck. Battle cards are drawn from here and added to your hand. Tap anywhere to continue. Okay. So we draw this one to the battlefield. Okay. All right. There. And then my turn is done. So now he is in the field. Yep. And if you just click end turn, and you should be away. Oh, end turn. Yep. So each turn, at the, every every turn, the player will move the maximum number of spaces he can. So most oh. models will move two spaces, but if some characters have got an ability like speed three or speed four, yeah. where they can move further spaces. Okay, so range how far your characters can attack. Some characters can attack further than others. All right. So then I have to click this. My buttercup selected ability tooltip show at the top left to remind you what the buttercup can do. Here you can see the hunters range three ability. Tap anywhere to continue. Alright, the standard range for all characters is 2. The hunter is the 3. It means it can attack from further away than other characters. Okay. Green sky show where your character will be placed. Yellow where the character will move to. And red where your character will attack. Okay, so this is like the green. So then you see two yellows. That means where it will move to. And the red is where it will attack. Okay. Yeah. And then ending turn. Yeah, so you just let go. Yeah, got it cool. All right, and now uh, do I just have to end turn, or like normally you can also get the captain in, the human oh, captain. I'm not sure why the captain's there. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I will end turn. I will end yeah, turn. just end turn. <laughs> so he's got mission complete. There you go. I've got some. I've got a note to take away. We've recently um, we've recently made a couple of changes to the tutorial. So clearly, that wasn't picked up. So thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> And uh, now we go to the healing. Characters built with triage ability can heal. Uh, okay. So now they're having a little fight. 
You already have a captain fighting. Enemy captain, without help, he will die. Characters will, with triage one, heal the most damaged ally for one HP. Place your sage under the battlefield so they heal your captain. So this is my uh, priest, I would say call him. Uh, and these are the green parts. I, I can only... Uh, I can place him here or there. But here is like not as far that he will move to. So then I guess... Basically, you have three squares next to your hero that you can place them. In this one, I think you can only use two of those. Yeah. Um, so you've got the choice out of there or the one to the left. Yeah, um, so, yeah, but it, it's just showing you there that where it's yellow, that's where he'll walk to. And then the red one is what, what, he'll, hit, what he'll hit if he can reach anyone. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't look at that. Yeah, he can't reach. Yeah, he can't reach anyone this round. So next go, he would. Oh, yeah. But at the end of every, when he gets his turn, he's, he's healing. You'll, oh. Yeah, now he's um, like There would have been a little enough. green number popping up. Um, there he goes. Healed him. All right. Then we got an armor. Armor reduced physical damage with take, but amount of armor. Okay. Most characters deal the damage from characters have armor, which reduce the amount of the physical damage they receive. Place your warrior onto the battlefield and see how the enemy captain has the damage reduced. So here again, only this one, because then it hit the red. End turn. Yep. Yeah, one of one. And he has still two of one. So I click end and there he goes. But you see there where, where he had two attack when he attacked you, you only lost one health. Yeah. Because you had armor. Okay. Mission complete. Oh, uh, someone said, I wonder if this is using Game Maker or another source engine. Uh, it's made in Unity. Um, it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's it, we've used yeah some unity add-ons but nothing like it's 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 crafted you're in a classic defensive standoff you warrior versus fierce enemy warrior both have their armor ability reducing damage at tick rate still made where neither warrior can win click anywhere to continue uh each character is either melee range magic or structure melee and range both deal physical damage magic characters deal magic damage which cannot be reduced by armor tap anywhere to continue place your mage Okay, so I want to, of course, kill him. And now, of course, I can place here. The red is showing that I will be able to attack the guy. Yeah, and because that's magic, that will go through the armor. It won't oh, be blocked by armor. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm not even knowing what the time is. Okay. Um... Alright, so you've done the five. If you click the red X in the bottom right. I, I can do campaign or dungeons or... Yeah, I mean, you could... We don't have that much um, time, so what what do we want to do? Um, Probably, if you, what, seven minutes? Uh, Yeah, and I need to end Too long. five. <laughs> well, we, we, can always start, we can always start it and stop it, can't we? We can have to play it through. But if you click in the, in the middle button there, it says play tw uh, get 21 KKT yeah. while playing this event dungeon. If you click that, that loads our Catacombs event. Okay, Star Bounty. So, so your players, your stream, your, your audience understand. This is okay. a game. This is a dungeon where somebody else owns the key that you've used to access this dungeon, and they are paying you to go and run the dungeon for them. Okay. okay. So when you complete this dungeon, you will get the twenty-one KKT, which is our in-game currency, Kingdom Carnage token. Yeah. Okay. And another player is going to get the loot that you earn. Okay. Oh, and I now have to put something in. Yeah, so you've got uh, players on the bottom there. So you can use anything that has got... In the top left, you see a number. Um, I can see the, the, the grey card. You've got a, um, a zero next to it. When they get to zero, oh. that's your cooldown. Oh, cool I down have to click it quick. So, yeah, use the left one. Left one. Right on the left. That's I done, it. but it's oh. gone. Huh? Where, you, where, you? <laughs> where is my good dude? Uh-oh. <laughs> where did my guy go? All right. Yeah, he's back. Okay, let's try it again. I can click, yeah. Oh, now he is there. Oh, and you don't know what. Yeah, I, th I think it was just because you tried to place it right at the end of the yeah, okay. so it's working and we placed mm. it a bit earlier. So all of these guys have got loads of different abilities. Um, we won't go into all of them today, but it's just so everyone can see that there's a, a varied character base. Um, yeah, if you, you drag, drag a few characters out and you kind of see how the battle looks when there's, um, like I say, oh. you can only use the ones where there's a zero in the top left because that's the cooldown. Oh, yeah. So this one I could okay. use. So that's one, yep. I'm literally no idea what I'm doing. That's okay. They look really scary, the other people. 
If you don't like drag and drop, you can also click on the card and then click on the square to place it. We've kind of added it both ways because we found oh, some so... of the audience like it one way and some like it the other way. Okay. Oh, I will hardcore die now. <laughs> oh, cards can be played with counters on zero. I can't do. Hmm? Yeah, so because as you see, it's got a one in the top left, so you can only play the ones with zero in the top, in the very top left of the card. Can you see it? Oh yeah, so only zero. Only zero. So the, basically, a three on the left side. You can play those at the moment. Oh. So every turn, that number will go down by one. So the turn after this, you'll be able to play all the cards with um, one on the top left. Okay, so now. Oh no, but this uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, throwing you into a stressful situation. So it's the, the two on the left you can play at the moment. I'm zero, literally so. thinking, oh, this is how bad I am with these kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, like I say, it'll take like seven to ten minutes to finish, so I don't feel you have to go through the whole thing. I just wanted to show, show yeah. everyone kind of what it looks like when there's three lanes and lots of characters on the battlefield. There's a lot how happening. The characters are. Um, and also just plug, like I say, about how the bounties work, because, yeah, people can just log into our game. I mean, you saw how quickly you got through those tutorial levels, and then you can sign up to a just a, a play and earn experience straight away. Like, you can literally just use some of your time to earn some of our KKT. There's not, it's um, not like a lot of other experiences where you've got to, like, sign up for the premium currency. You yeah. can get your hands on it just by using time. So I love how again, the, the characters looking, though. They're cute. Yeah, but that's one of my favorite ones that you just place the, the female mage. She's, I just have to the whole time put something in. Like, you mean it's 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 once you understand the game and you get to the point where you will play when you feel like you need to play a card. Okay. So at the moment you're kind of obviously you don't know all the abilities and things. Yeah, I'm not really um, knowing what they're what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. Oh, I killed I advise, someone. <laughs> I advise anyone that signs up to do yeah, more of the tutorial. They, they understand all uh, the abilities. Oof. And, um, yeah, you'll find nice, that like... it, it, it gets easy quickly. You have to get to know it. Oh, my God, they're rushing yeah. through it. Oh, my. Why are they all so scary of his side? My sky's so cute, and they have all these... <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. what is this? Their yeah, levels are got... so high or something. All, all of yours are human characters, and all theirs are undead. So, yes, they have got the scarier side, for sure. So cool. I do have to end my turn, uh, or end it all. How do you go out? I'll go out. If you go on the settings, there's that cog to the left, the down, near oh, end turn. Quit. Up one. That's it. Got it. Defeat. <laughs> I got defeated. Okay, well, there's something I really have to look into, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but it looks cool. I think it looks really cool. So I'm yeah, very... Like I say, it's it's only going to get cooler. Like we've only got more and more stuff we're going to add. Like it's nice. just going to get better and better and better. And then the question is, when can people start playing the game? I think already, right? Already, yeah. Perfect. You can get in today. Already, we're supporting Android fully. Mm -hmm. We've just got our full registration on Android. Uh, PC, you can play on Steam, Sedona, or you can do it as a downloadable EXE if you just want to go direct. Okay. Um, and Apple, the iOS, we've got on test flight, but yeah. we're really pushing our application now. Like we should hopefully be on, on on the apple store soon perfect so plenty of ways to play and it's one of those things where you sign up your account in one place and you can play in any way you want so you can go have a situation where you're playing a match on your pc finish that match close your account walk out the door play on your mobile like okay. the same account like it's all nice and linked up um there's no funny things like android dedicated servers or anything if you're an android user you can play a pc user in pvp it's, it's, it's great okay <laughs> I, I love it but i am biased <laughs> well a little bit though <laughs> um uh so i'm i'm i see that there's a giveaway as well um giveaways win one of five rare virtual card packs what you have to do is like the post uh, that is over there in the chat follow at pvp game hub and also at kingdom uh, low underscore carnage on twitter and share this post with the hashtag uh, hashtag Kingdom Carnage and hashtag PvP Game Hub. Um, if they want to contact Kingdom Carnage or you, how is easiest to do so? Uh, the easiest way to do that is uh, on our website. We've got a links page, so 
kingdomcarnage.com slash links, yeah. L-I-N-K-S. And that's got all of our social medias on it. Uh, probably the best way to get in contact is our Telegram group or our Discord. Yeah. Um, which are both, the links are both on there. And also all of the download links I mentioned before, they're all on there as well. So you've got everything you need to get going. Perfect. Um, then I want to thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate it. And I definitely recommend everyone trying out the game. Uh, see if it's something for you. Uh, and yeah, definitely try it. And if there's any questions you have just heard where you can ask them or check it out. Um, really nice to have you in the show I wish you a great evening. And, well, thanks uh, so much for having me. And I hope no you problem. have a lovely evening as well. And thank I hope you. I see, see some of your audience joining the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm doing always my little wave. You don't see it directly because, you know, it's on OBS. But uh, oh. thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, see you soon. See you soon. Bye. And um, yeah, we're back on my face on a big screen. Um, so uh, the topic for the next show will be announced later this week. Uh, and uh, late this week's uh, this episode uh, will be available on YouTube and podcast platforms like Spotify and Amazon and Apple Music. Uh, so thank you everyone for watching tonight's show again. Uh, and for everyone who's listening, I uh, hope you had a great time listening as well. Um, with that said, time for food. And then later on, more games for me as well. Because, you know, the evening is still early. More games to be played. So have a great one. And I see you all soon. Bye-bye.